We're back for episode 14. It's the Vagal Rugby Podcast. Alright, welcome back. It's the Vagal Rugby Podcast and we are here at Breakfast Club. And I'm joined by Tony. Jake. Hey there. Happy New Year, gentlemen. Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year to all the listeners as well. Um, We've got quite a bit to get through on Breakfast Club this morning. Um, first of all, we're going to start with a few results and a few fixtures. Um, and I'm going to start with one that, that had a request um, over Christmas. I didn't include them enough on the podcast. So um, just a quick one for uh, Sick Cup Rugby Club. This one's for Matthew Valentine, who requested it. It was on. Um, well played in your last game, just before Christmas. Um, you played against Westcliff and you lost 39-0. Oh, well played. Um, yeah, yeah good, good performance. We better win, um, Yeah, <laughs> making a lot of enemies. Here. <laughs> All of a sudden, there'll be a sync up rugby podcast among us. <laughs> um, this week, though, you play against Hartford away. Therefore, if you are eighth, so um, good luck. Yeah, could be a tough, tough day. Um, what have you got, Jake? Ali. Um, so you've got Bromley at home to Folkestone. Crowborough are entertaining Paulborough. Hastings host Old Williamstonians. Old Dunstonians <coughs> have Parkhouse and Vigo are hosting Lewis, 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 Les. Yeah, Les's. 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 Lewis, Les's. Cool. Big games? Two big ones. Yeah. Oh, oh, I reckon if Crowborough beat Paulborough and yeah. Hastings managed to beat Willies, we could go up to. Well, Summit second, because Bex aren't playing this week, because they'll most play South Hellingley when they're... Nah, Bex, so Bex are seven, seven, seven up. Uh, yeah. So we're going to third, though. Yeah. What are we at the moment? Fourth or fifth? Fourth. Oh, we're on the same points as Paul, aren't we? Mm. The, yeah. the Folkestone and the Folkestone and our game are the two big ones, I think, because it... It's gives, really gives does, yeah, four. split that bottom three mm. right away. Um, so the Lewis game, if they win today... Uh, if we win today and Lewis lose... They stay on 23. If Folkestone win today, they move up onto 31, 32. And That's that, up with us, and that would be the gap. No, we're, 32, we're, yeah. yeah, 31 and, and, or 32 is the on. gap then between like eighth, the top eight, and the bottom four. That's so fucking high. Mm. Or potentially, if Dog Dunstanian's lost, then it'd be. 30, but it's still a bit. It's, still I mean, it's a bit ridiculous of a after Folkestone start to the season that they're now four points off of us. Mm. Yeah. It shows where we've started in the last couple of weeks, and it shows where they seem to have picked up. Saying it's that big, it's that big trouble though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Suck, like you said, like, that's why they're still in the yeah, People can't go there. Yeah, yeah. And a few teams have lost there. Didn't um, didn't Crowborough lose there? Was it Crowborough or Paul? But someone lost there recently, I think. Folkestone home. They beat Hastings. They beat Lewis. They beat Lewis at home. Paulborough. 47-12 yeah, I, I mean that is halfway around the fucking country yeah but yeah, it just shows good that we got on first game of the season and good that way. we picked up a result mm-hmm. while, we were, while we were buzzed that was real dramatic um, what have you got Tone uh, Kent 1 yes uh, Cranbrook playing RBS Footscray okay. playing Southwark at Footscray HSBC Sheppey King's College, Ashford, and Old G's, Jills. 
big game because Jules are going to be feeling the pressure to keep up with Ashford, I would imagine. Because they lost to Ashford, they did a big show off. Yeah, in the showdown. So they're four points behind. Old G's are six points behind Jules. That's massive. That's a big game, isn't it? And then King, Kings are ten points behind old G's. Yeah, no. they they fell off. I think they lost yeah, two games in the trot. But they play. That's where the that's where the gap is. Oh really? Yeah, it's a real top, so it's top. It's a top three. So it's a top three. Old G's battle off. Old G's win today. They hang in there. If Kings lose, then that proper separates the top three. Then they'll be. I off. mean, if old G's lose on the other hand. Ashford and, and Gillingham are looking well clear. Well clear, 10 points clear yeah. the rest of the pack, so it sort of settles yeah. it up for them. Decent in Kent 1. Yeah. Uh, Jake, and you got anything um, else? Got oh, actually, sorry. You've got another one. Whistleball playing now. Oh, Whistleball playing now. That doesn't really matter. I thought you still had an important one to go. No, 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 no. Sorry. sorry. Okay. Should have interrupted. I've got London 2. So, Gravesend are going to Horsham, which is third versus fourth. Oh, interesting. Actually, that's a, I mean, that's a big old game. And uh, Alfred are playing Dover, which is the other one that, in that race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Alfred and Dover, that, that'd be a good game, actually, as well. Alfred are still really struggling, aren't they? Well, they so they're, at the moment, they're... After you called them as top the other week. They're eight, <laughs> they're eight points off of Maidstone, but Maidstone are going to Charlton Park today. They were second, so you imagine, I can't see Maidstone getting a result there, so they could... Maybe draw Maidstone down into the, the relegation battle. Into the battle. Um, Tone. So I've got uh, Nat 2, uh, where Canterbury have got old oh, Red Clippians at home. Yep. More local friends. Um, Canterbury are Canterbury third. Is third and old Red Clippians are 13th, so hopefully, hopefully uh, a good win for them. And I'll also nip across to. Nat 1. one. This is the one that gets me really excited at the minute. Um, where Blackheath are at home to Plymouth Albion it's and Old Eltamians are at Dahl or Darlington. up in Darlington Maldon Park we were just talking off air about Maldon Park because it, I think it is the nicest rugby stadium yeah. in the country yeah, it looks I've really gone good. out on a limb and said in the whole country <laughs> outside except of the for you know, Twickenham. Yeah, you know. Outside of the Prem? Yeah, yeah. No, it's nicer than some of the Premiership stadiums. Yeah, but not all of them. Sure. Not some, all of them. some of them. So obviously, it's not nicer than Quinn's because nice, that's yeah. like a absolute palace. Mm. I really like um, Bath Ground as well. I know it's not yeah, technically, it's, nice. it's not a proper it's stadium. Yeah. stadium. The thing about the Premiership grounds is that they've all got something a bit special about them, regardless of if they're like new, old, been the there Rio. for 100 years, like everywhere not except for the, the Rico. Rico, Rico, Rico. <laughs> the Rioc. Except for the Rioc and um, Rioc. and obviously Allianz Park because there's nothing special that goes on there. Shown in last night, but I don't even know if it was at the at the Allianz last night. But anyway, regardless, no, I'm pretty sure it's that rolls us straight. <laughs> that rolls us straight in to last night. This one's all for James Clements. Yeah, it was a sell. <laughs> it doesn't surprise nothing me. Nothing special. I feel like nothing that wouldn't happen to uh, to Sarries at, at Allianz. I don't think. Um, now I had the premiership results up I've here. I've got the premiership. But somehow fixtures and that. I've, what do you want? I've lost the, the results, results from when? Well, let's start with the result from last night, I guess. Um, because last night Sale played Saracens, and I'm sure beaten by 24-18. 24-18. I was going to say eight points, but that's six points is still decent. But yeah, they got a bonus point. Points. That means. I've um, got. 
24. Oh, yeah, nice. I haven't got the Friday game because it doesn't go back that far. That's alright though. That's last all right, week. To be fair. Last um, week. Oh, Sal. Big Gloucester last week. Sal, two on the bounce. Gloucester and Saracens as well. Is there some sort of resurgence? Is it. Fake news. Is it Chris Ashton back in the team, bedded in, and now he's absolutely smashing it? He scored again. Saris beat Worcester, 25-17. And Quinns What did they do? Oh, they beat Wasps. Just a small little game. Small game game 11, they call it. (laughs) And then uh, Bath beat Leicester, and Bristol Bearbacks beat Newcastle. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, big win. I was going to talk about Bristol and Newcastle because. Quinns are playing Newcastle that, today. Yeah, we're playing Newcastle today, but that absolutely spanks down Newcastle. They're rock bottom. Absolutely rock bottom, aren't they? Yeah, with oh. Worcester. 17 points each at the bottom, and Bristol, six points clear. Yeah. Who'd have thought that come mm. Christmas time? No. Second half of the season starts, and Bristol are six points clear in the relegation zone, having just beaten Newcastle, who last season, remember, finished fourth. Yeah, they did, yeah. Bristol today go to Exeter. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Leicester, Gloucester. Mm. Quinns go to Newcastle, and Bath go to Worcester. Quinns want to keep the pressure up. Yeah, because they're in, it, they're in stay the, in the top in four. The they are fourth <coughs> at the moment. No, 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 they're fourth. Well, they're fifth at the moment. Oh, what's that for? Oh, so one last night. So one last night. Play next game. Play next game. What's that eighth? Wow. <laughs> Unlucky Liam. Fuck you, Liam. <laughs> and then, now, uh, let's make it clear what we're now looking for this season. We're actually looking for a Quinns third and fourth finish with Gloucester, so that then somehow. They get into the semi-finals against first and second, which obviously is going to be Saris next year. And beat then them. we somehow beat them, both away, Naturally. and end up at Twickenham. Queen's v Gloucester what in the that, Premiership man? final. I called it, we called it, you serious. heard it here first. Queen's v Gloucester in the Premiership final of the season. Perfect. Um, right, I think that's all the games and the fixtures, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, just quickly, there's a couple of talking points. Oh, yeah. We did Boring, mention them, yeah, we did mention them right at the start. That one's for Val. Um, I've got a couple of notes. Yeah, I've actually got notes. Um, first of all, over... proper pros now. Over Christmas, I saw an interview with Clive Woodward, who was saying that Danny Cipriani, he, in his opinion, was the go, go-to man, and England have missed out on 10 years of yeah. Danny Cipriani being the next... The next ten that, that sits in there, maybe and like maybe now, Owen Farrell would have taken over. But they're saying we missed a big chunk of stability because we didn't pick Danny Cipriani because coaches wouldn't work with him. But then Danny Cipriani come back out and said, "You're a monk. That's you know that's people were entitled to. He actually was quite political and said everyone's entitled to their opinion. But I've worked with a lot of coaches, and the ones that I have a specific relationship with get the best out of me. So he was saying that." His personality, he knows that his personality works better with a coach who is a bit more like a father figure, Look like a supportive, sort of under his wing type coach, rather than a hard down the line, you play by my rules and this is it type coach. Mm-hmm. He was saying it worked, it sort of proves it. I read in the article that he, when he was a kid, obviously everyone thought he was a bit of a dickhead, a bit mm-hmm. of a tear away, um, and hence why he didn't get many chances and people said coaches wouldn't work with him. He's actually, his coach at Wasps the first time was Sean Edwards and he's now the godparent to Sean Edwards' daughter. Oh shit. Mm. So they obviously got on all right because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're really tight. So I, I thought that was surprising and he also said that one of his best coaches that he learned most from was 
Brian Ashton, who was the England coach for three years when Danny was young. So what is it about some coaches that they can't deal with him when when he was young and apparently was at his worst and was a proper knob? He got on with those coaches just fine. It's well, that's the thing, isn't it? If you're you're a head coach and you come in with an idea and this is how we're going to play, he he doesn't fit that style. Yeah. You know, do you do you like if the strengths with the rest of the team are in a certain way, do you change your whole game plan for a player? Because he's not going to. He can do it, but he's not going to be the ten that sits there and kicks it to the corners all game. He'll try and make something happen. I suppose if you're play boring rugby, win by defence, then yeah, then he's not going to be that player. If you did have that player who could run the game, would you not want to play rugby like that? Because you can. I feel like a lot of teams play rugby. rugby. No, no, exciting, exciting rugby. rugby. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of teams mm. play boring rugby because they haven't got the X Factor players to play exciting rugby. I suppose it's just a, a, a risk now, isn't it? Like, it's just the people go through like a, safety, a risk and reward, isn't it? Yeah. Option. But then people seem happy to play a huge bits defence a lot of the time, and that's high risk, high reward. Mm. So, like, it's, it's inter- I think it's interesting. First of all, the way certain coaches can manage certain players yeah. and certain can't, which also rolls into the Steve Diamond situation this week at Sale. Did you see that? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, Just remind me. Yeah, and yeah, and second of all, the fact that coaches say they're happy to play Irish rugby, but only in certain situations, mm. which is also quite interesting. But Steve Diamond this week challenged one of the press officers about some, a comment that he made about him uh, three months ago in a mm. press conference and then offered him out. Outside, they, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't fight Steve Diamond. I don't think they actually had the fight, mm. but he wanted it. Apparently, it was heated. Steve Diamond's massive as well. Yeah, yeah, but big yeah. fella, um, up at sale, which I thought was quite funny. Also, I wonder why. Yeah, when the reporter went back in front of Steve Diamond after three months, thinking he'd have forgotten, yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> straight in. Yeah. 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 That'd be quite funny. Um, I wonder how big the report was. Is it like Um Second one, I had a chat with George Cruz this week. Um, Cruz, I Me and Cruz, I was having a chat. Good, good mate of mine. Good mate of the pod. Give him a friend, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Um, about his and Dom Day's company that they've launched. The which is Which is their new business called 4-5 CBD, which is products, CBD oil-based products, capsules, that sort of thing. Um which is supposed supposedly has helped them a lot with their injury problems, their recovery, all that sort of thing, and it's being promoted as a rugby product. Just, first and foremost. They reckon five people in every team take it in rugby now? In the Premiership. Mm. And we were saying it was big in the NFL, the NFL as well. A lot of players take it in the NFL. I have done for years. And it is no longer a banned substance, according to, well, by anyone, the by doping. the doping well, agency, doping. Yeah, World Anti Doping Agency, and life. <laughs> not that it ever was a banned product in life, but it's still yeah. on sale as a food supplement. Yeah, they're not allowed not, to call it, not allowed a to call it a medicine. And that was that was what he was saying. That is what he said to me. He said we can't give any medical advice regarding our products, mm. um, but people use them for problems, injuries, rugby injuries, that sort of thing. And it's supposed to. What it does is it's like a it's like, acts as a painkiller in that yeah. sense because it's anti-inflammatory uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. anti-inflammatory and a painkiller because it apparently helps relax the nerve receptors yeah. that receive pain. Mm. So 
That was interesting with Cruiser this it's week. A bit out there as well. A lot of the Boys boys' starting businesses as well, because there's like the Wolfpack Lava. Mm. Coffee? Who does the coffee? Tiki Brad Tonga, Barrett? Tiki Tonga Coffee. Is it Brad yeah, Barrett? Brad Barrett. Yeah, yeah, Barrett. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's done by numbers, isn't it? Billy's got his own one as well. Is he? Yeah, so I think it's Brad Barrett and someone else, but they, the, you can get like a number eight, a number 12. I oh. think you can get a number six as well. It's interesting, isn't it? Rugby players are becoming a lot more... Business, business savvy. savvy before the end of their careers. I mm. wonder if there's someone that comes in and talks to them within their clubs, yeah. some sort of mentors. Well, this is what the pod have been talking about this for ages, haven't they? Like, like, the like what happens welfare. after, what happens after sort of your career. Because Jamie Jones like, got one as well, hasn't he? He's got mm. that that clinic, the sports. Yeah, yeah, sports, sports injury clinic thing. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and the last one from me was: Can I get an end of season prediction for our league and for the Premiership? Just gone Christmas now. It's a good time to make a prediction. Like where we are, or where our whole league is. Well, where we finish and what the Premiership. I'd say just the winners and the relegation is in the front. So with us, I think Crowborough will go up. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be one or two. Two up. I think it's going to be really exciting because I, I realised that our like is it third to last game. Mm. We'll be back. Yeah. And by that stage of the year, if we if we cling on, yeah. it'll be I reckon that'll be the, the second place battle. Yeah, nice. I've got a lot. I've had a lot of time to think about it because I knew what the question was coming. Before <laughs> I surprised it. So, so you're I'm gonna do one Cro- to twelve. I'm going for Crober one, uh, Vigo two, purely because we've got six home games and three away games until the end of the season, I'll, and I I'll, think I'll we're very good at that. home. Mm-hmm. And both of our away games, two two out of three are Bromley and Parkhouse, who are in the bottom three. I think Hastings and Hillingham. No, I think Parkhouse and Hillingham's going. Nice. I think Hastings will stay out. I kind of want Hastings to stay out. I feel yeah, like they same. were. I feel like when we played them, they were better than Parkhouse were as a team. Yeah, Hillingham and Parkhouse. Plus, and Parkhouse called us inbred, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> as we were running away and beating them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Premiership, I'm going to go with Quinns to win it. Obviously. Naturally. No. <laughs> and sorry, <Saris> still again. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Premiership will be Exeter Saris. to win it. And I think I still stand with my original Worcester to go down. Interesting. I'm yeah, looking to lead you for it. <laughs> I, I reckon, yeah. Same, that top four that we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah. That'd, I, be, that'd be fine. I, yeah. think, I think Exeter win the league, but I don't reckon they win the overall thing. I don't know who does, I just don't think they will. Interesting. So it's all to play for, basically. It's the word on the street. What's um, it going down, sounds well, right? I mean, yeah. I think Falcons will drag himself out. Yeah, they've got, they've still got Gunners. Saints, maybe. Did I say Saints? Yeah. Yeah. To the end of the season. They've still got Williams, so, like, I mean, if you're a player like that, they can pull yeah. stuff out of um, Did you have anything else in your notes, Jake? No, nah, mate. Perfect. Then the last thing to say is, we're going to have a live show, second half of the season, <coughs> surprising everyone with it. <laughs> and it's going to be <laughs> live from a bar that I don't remember the name of because someone in our rugby club has built a bar and we are going to have a live show there so oh, more information to come on the possible live show uh, and we will be back very soon with Fact of the Week Cheers See ya Willies. Willies. So as promised here it comes it's Fact of the Week Hi Nick it's Adam here with a Fact of the Week I apologise it's uh, coming a little bit late uh, just for the Christmas period it's been a bit mad for me um, it's, this week's fact is about the split between rugby union and rugby league, which sort of the the beginnings of this started in 1890, 
when players were getting fed up with the fact that if they were injured, they were losing money uh, for being out of work uh, without any form of compensation for that, uh, which affected the northern clubs a lot more than the southern clubs, uh, which is why sort of a band of 20 clubs, including big names that we still have like Leeds, Wigan, Huddersfield, they joined to form, to sort of leave the rugby uh, football union and create the Northern Rugby Football Union. And it played under that banner until about 1920, uh, when it then became what we now know as Rugby League. Uh, Drive time. Drop a gear, disappear. Right, uh, this is the spot where we would normally have drive time, except I'm sitting here with Jake and Tony, and we've got no one else in the car to have a new drive time. And as you know, there is no drive time without a new person here. What are we going to do, guys? Don't know. Don't know. I'll tell you what we could do. I've got a little changing room Christmas grotto chat that we recorded over Christmas. Exciting. From a little story about when a few of the guys from the rugby club went to Amsterdam. Are you keen for that? Absolutely. Here it comes. Um, And I'm joined by two uh, guys who have just been away on a Christmas break uh, with some of the other guys from the squad. Um, You had a good time, guys? Yeah, really good. Yeah, great time, great time. Cool, cool. I'm not going to even mention your names um, in the podcast, and obviously you're not going to mention anyone else's names because this is kind of a Christmas changing room grotto chat. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about what happened um, on your trip? So last day, bit of a weird one. Thought we'll go play mini golf. One of the uh one of the contingent of the party decided to make a bit of a dare, a bit of a bet. Loser has to go get sucked off by a tranny. Oh my god, 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 wait. Oh my god, wait. By a uh um, a oh, lady hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so a bit of background. We'll you, you're in, bit of background, you're in Amsterdam, yeah, aren't you? We're, yes, we've checked out of our hotels, last day. And it's the last day, everyone's bit, a bit ropey. Yeah, ropey There's some weird, like, it's a weird feeling. Like You've had like three days of booting, you get that yeah. like really weird, we'll like, you're half pissed. Sensible, yeah. have a bit of a laugh. When so this? somehow a bet goes on yeah, this. that we're not going to call them Tranny on the... Uh, we'll, we'll, make, <laughs> we'll give them a name. Um, Steve. Steve... Steve the female. Steve, yeah, Steve the female. The, you have to go pay Steve the female visit. All right, and, uh, visit Steve the female if you lose. Pleasure you. Yeah. Okay. So said person who made the bet, who made the bet, lost, lost the bet, oh. and then had to actually go in and do it. And so it said took person about an hour. walked to the door. Got an hour. Of, he got an hour of getting his male part sucked by Steve the female. <gasps> oh my god! So oh now, my god! <laughs> Steve the female had oh. a bigger piece than someone else in this rugby club. Yeah. It was like a forearm. Oh, my Jesus. And someone else in the group went and checked to make sure that Steve the female had... Had done piece. the business. Has done the business. Oh, my God. This is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is so disgusting. I bet this is the most disgusting story that's ever been told in Santa's Grotto. Yeah, 100%. And I bet there is some real dodgy church grottos yeah. from like the 80s and there were some real bad stories Proper told in them grottos. But I think this is, yeah, I think this is worse. So, so, so someone, the so someone came up with a bet in this rugby funny. club has been away, lost a bet and had part of their body inside yes. Steve yes. the female. Yes, yes. But this said person made the bet and lost the bet. 
Yeah. So they come up in the first shot place. Yes. In the foot. They shot themselves in the foot. Oh god! I really want to but ask you they, to say who it is, but I won't. At least they went through with it. Yeah. They went through with it, and they that did, is, did, you know, a man is a man is only as good as his word. And it was very good. It, w- it was. Is that what you said? It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Well, I'm glad that you told this story. This really is truly is a Christmas special changing room chat we won't tell him that we've told the story what we'll do is we'll go back out there and just say no one actually said anything we, did, we didn't tell it in the end and we'll wait so it's a it's a nice little surprise, surprise for him on Christmas day <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody thanks guys alright looks like we found someone for drive time um, I hope you enjoyed the story but uh, fate has, has dropped upon us James Cronin how you doing I'm very well thank you how are we all? Yeah, not too yeah, bad, mate. Not too bad. bad. We're doing all right. Listen, we're going to ask you a few questions um, on drive time, and then you should probably start thinking now of a story that you can tell about someone else in the club, if you have one. Um, so right. first of all, um, James, you arrive at your rugby match, and um, you get into the change rooms. What's the first thing that you do? Um... I generally go plonk myself down in the corner and don't really do much, to be honest. <laughs> nice, that happens. Um, you have got changed. You've been out for the warm-up. Um, you, you listen to some pump-up music before you go out. What's your favourite pump-up song? What gets you, gets, you, gets you ready to go? I like a bit of Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. Oh, yeah, rocking down to Electric Avenue. Yeah, that is a great song, and we haven't had that yet either. No. Um, that's cool. Um, you have heard your pump-up song. You are on the brink of leaving that changing room, going out onto the hallowed turf. What's the last thing you do as you walk out? Uh, probably slap Nick Hague on the back of the head. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Always a good thing to do. Um, any routines or rituals before a game? Uh, um, You're not very superstitious. Not really, no. Player. I salute magpies if I ever see them. If I see a single magpie, I always salute them. Is that because they are for sorrow? Yeah, one for sorrow. So you just give them a salute, give them the old tap, try and yeah. keep the sorrow away. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Um, right, James, there's, this is the, the best part of drive time for us. Um, now, you may have to think on the quick fire. I know we've caught you on the fly. Um, what we do is we have a story about another person who has played rugby or is playing rugby or... It's just a general part of the club. Mm-hmm. Um, the only rules are that it can be as good or bad as you want. It could be disgusted. It could be anything you want, but you're not allowed to mention anyone's name. Okay. Right. Well, you have caught me on. You have caught me there. I'm going to have to have a quick think about that. That's all right. So there's one time I was playing underage rugby with um, a player who will go na- nameless and doesn't really play, doesn't really play anymore. We, uh, we're playing underage. And yeah, underage. Yeah. What with like girls or? Oh no no. no, 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 no. So we were playing. We we're playing at home, and we were all getting ready, packing down for a scrum. And he played. He used to play flanker, and, and our captain used to be the other flanker as well. And this nameless person, right in the middle of the scrum, sees a massive worm on the pitch. So he bends down mid scrum and picks it up. And then he stands upwards and just holds this worm in his hand. He was just there like, oh look at this massive worm. And then our other captain who was 
who still plays and is known for having something of a short temper, <laughs> nearly almost borderline squared up to him. <laughs> um, yeah, still, be... props are still scrummaging in front yeah, of him, yeah, yeah. getting um, really upset that they're all alone. <laughs> in his defence, it was quite a large worm. Uh, but yeah, that's where uh, one goes. Very, <laughs> very fond, fond memory. I have, I have actually met this kid a couple of times, and he is a bit of a wrong enemy. Yeah, yeah. He's, a bit, he's a bit of a funny chap, really. Yeah. He's quite funny. Yeah. Well, that's that's a um, that's a decent little story from when you was in the youth. Um, also, were you in the squad um, who went away on a tour with Ollie Stringbean once? Yeah, yeah, I was away with him. Yeah, um, that was a in, yeah a very fun tour. Um, Ollie, Ollie's. Ollie had a haircut there that was sort of his pride and joy. It was kind of the um, sort of Justin Bieber look. Um, it got so much uh, that sort of irritated me personally that um, eventually we convinced him to shave it off. Um, and yeah, we went to a nice barber's in Auckland and um, I think he was paid. But um, yeah, in the end he got that done and yeah, all in all it was a very fun tour. So uh, what did String Bay look like? First of all, did he look much like Justin Bieber? Uh, he looked better. Yeah, he looked a lot better. <laughs> and um, second of all, how did he look with a shaved head? I can't imagine it was Interesting. special. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a patient with some sort of disease? Uh, yeah, uh, somewhere between that and Jason Statham. So, um, Ooh, oh, very Statham. nice, yeah. Big Jason Statham. All right, mate. Well, um, thank you very much for those stories, uh, James. Um, so. I'm glad fate dealt us this hand. Yeah. Um, good luck in your game today. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll catch you soon. Guys, and I'll see you back later. Cheers. Cheers. And that is the end of a great day at the office for the boys. 26 points to 7. They've beaten Lewis. Let's get into the changing room and find Dave Winstone and get his thoughts. Okay, we're in a pumping loud changing room um, because Summit has just happened out on the pitch, Dave. What happened? We won. We won. Doesn't doesn't feel like we won, but we did win and got a bonus point. Which is great, and that's job done, but yeah, it was a bit flat at times, so you can see why people are disappointed. Although it doesn't sound like people are disappointed. No, I think we're the gradually... The boys are back in town. We're gradually grasping what we've done. I think for the five minutes at the end there, we, uh, we struggled, so we maybe felt like we finished on a bit of a lull. But we'd already done the work, we got five tries on the board, it's the week after Christmas, there's going to be a lull. It's just frustrating, isn't it? It's always frustrating with when you've when you've kept a team out for so long and they're a good side like they, they you know they kept us moving around the pitch and um, made life difficult for us but when you concede in the last moment that was well sorry about James. that, I don't know what that uh, when you concede in the last second of the game it's always so frustrating when you've kept someone out so yeah. we're frustrated about that but you know Onwards and upwards for the boys though. Absolutely. Um, hopefully the results are kind to us today and move us up towards third spot, towards there hopefully with a bit of luck. Um, yeah. If not, eight games to go, um, five of them are at home, feeling confident? Yeah, why not? Um, you know, we've, we've, we're just talking about it, we've, 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 we've thrown a lot of points away this season and so it's going to come down to when we play those teams around us in that tight group around us we've you know we've got to we've got to get points on the board and we've got to win those games it's been games this season where we've left really frustrated because we could have taken four or five points and have come away with nothing so you know when we play those teams we've got to take something and starting with next week against Cobra and we're already looking past that because just let me give you a heads up three games before the end of the season we play back Amiens at home could that be once again the clash of the titans oh could it be i don't well, want to stick it in your mind but it could happen well 
it's always a big game when we play those guys and it was a re- it was a good game at their place as well fairly entertaining rugby I'd like to think but, um, I've got I'm actually not going to be here for that game yet. oh for God's sake devastating well that is big news that is an exclusive to the Bugger Rugby Podcast um, I'm on my holiday well look thanks very much Dave thanks for talking to us again we're in a much better mood Thank this you. time than last time that is true uh, yeah. enjoy a beer tonight until you are told not to anymore and you need to go home in about <laughs> half an hour and I'll uh, speak to you next week lovely <laughs> have a good night Nick um, all right, we're joined by Elliot Stickins, um, who has made this week really easy on us on the Viking Rugby podcast because he has managed to win Man of the Match this week. Well done, Elliot. Thank you, mate. Um, how how did you win Man of the Match? What did you do that was particularly special this week? Um, I think it was probably just a few attacks and covering covering tackles, apart from obviously the last play where it got passed around me, but not much you can do there. But I think throughout the game was half-decent performance, I guess. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, talk us through uh, how pleased you were when the ball uh, pulled up uh, after the guy dropped it um, for you to, to pounce on. <laughs> well, I think uh, either way we were going to score because there was Luke Vint, Liam and myself were were there and I think it just got lack of the bounce. So, yeah, I think it was yeah. an inevitable try. I think, got I think there was... Uh, my way. There was there was fear in that in that kid's eyes. I think yeah. he, he wasn't the biggest guy, but <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to be. Him. I would have done the same. <laughs> um, what uh, what do you think the team did? Uh, I think probably f- first half our our structure and defence was good, so we did didn't miss many tackles at, at fullback. I didn't have to do all too much, so first first time tackles was good. But I think we slipped off the fitness a bit and. Let them, well, not let them back in, but let them come at us a bit more in the second half. So uh, you highlighted uh, fitness there. Um, is there anything else that you think the boys could do to improve before next week's game against Crowborough? Um, yeah, it's a bit of personal work. I think it's evident that I think most most players didn't really do much over the Christmas period. So maybe just a, a light light weekend jog or cycle or swim. Get back into it. Yeah, nice burn off some of those Christmas puddings. Yeah, yeah, we've definitely got a few of those flying around. <laughs> and um, do you have a girlfriend, Elliot? Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, what's her name? Uh, her name's Claire. Oh, you see, I should know that on after your fifth man of the match, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tell her you love her. Her a few times as well. <laughs> uh, tell her you love her, please. Uh, Claire, you, you're okay. Nice. Well played. Well played. <laughs> she's, she's appreciated. Uh, <laughs> is it, did she, you were good enough Christmas present? Is that what happened? Or? Um, yeah, room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the boys. All right. Um, uh, so looking forward to the match this week against Crowbride, do you have any predictions? Uh, I think it'll be tight game. I don't think we'll... Um, give a, give them such an easy ride as we did last time mm. but going on how previous games have been I reckon it could be a, a one one half wonder that might creep us back back into the winning zone yeah so we need that win well um, listen well done mate on, um, on another man of the match does that put you ahead of Luke I'm sure now does it wait is it beyond, beyond five um, I think so yeah <sighs> 
think you're ahead of him. He shouldn't have had a week off, should he? No. Um, well, well done, mate. Um, <laughs> um, and hopefully another another chat for another man of the match very soon. Both. Thank you very much. So good news um, is for you because it's time for Sticko's Dicko of the Day. Sticko's Dicko of the Day. So this week, um, tough. There wasn't many mistakes out there. I think other than I think it was a lack of team fitness, as I previously just mentioned. But this week, I have to put it down to. I think it's got to go to Liam Wiltshire. Ooh. I think um, throughout the game, I noticed several several back checks to the referee. Um, maybe a, a little a little scuffle when when uh, one of their players got dragged off the pitch. Then he got cramp about four or five times throughout the game. So puss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much how I'll sum it up. Yeah. Good to improve. It doesn't happen again. Um, well, if he's going to have sort of four or five weeks out, do some do some exercise so he doesn't get cramp. Nice. Um, shouldn't chat back to the referee as standard anyway because it just makes more problems for us than the long run. Yep, that's two. One more. Um, don't be a dick, really. Perfect. I'm sure, it's Couldn't not the first it. time he's heard it. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> uh, can I add a fourth? Go ahead. Don't be a twat. Perfect. Go for a well, new word. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Well, I know that Tony Whitehead is breathing a sigh of relief after missing one from in, from in front of the posts. Just want to get that in there. <laughs> yeah, true. He was a close contender. <laughs> well, thanks again for that, mate. And um, we'll catch you very soon. No problem. See you next week. Cheers. The Battle Bus Breakdown. Here we are. Jake's here. Hey. Tony's here. Yeah. We are pumped because Vigo got a win. What's the score? Tony. 26-7. 26 yeah, 26-7 to should have been 28. <laughs> Why should it have been 28, Tony? Uh, I missed in front of the post, didn't I? <laughs> of your own try as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> the most the upsetting that, time. That counted. <laughs> he didn't want to knight his own bishop. Yeah, uh, never knight your own bishop. That's, that. yeah, that's a, a, a de- deadly sin. Um, well, we've got plenty of results to get you today. All the um, we'll get onto the premiership later because Quinn's won. Um, but we will start with Not me. our league, of course. Yes. What happened, Jake? Uh, Folkestone beat Bromley 30-14. They did. Crowborough beat Pulborough 13-5. Interesting. Hastings and Bexhill lost to Old Willies 16-13. Parkhouse beat Old Dunstonians 27-22. And the Wild Boys beat Lewis 26-7. And they were wild. Um... Let's just quickly talk about obviously we blew a few cobwebs out um, after the Christmas period um, it was always not going to be the most I feel like it wasn't going to be the most wonderful spectacle yeah. because of the date however I thought we actually played some pretty good rugby today yeah I feel like we scored we, some very good tries when we had it we played I thought we played really well the like, line out we, was firing as well which hasn't happened for a while in the, in the first half I feel like they didn't have the ball for about half hour so long we, yeah. just, we just always so like, I was thinking I haven't seen anyone make a tackle yet and the yeah. scrum, the scrum, Dan Norton's notes on the scrum were spectacular. I mean, mm. got us, got us going forward. 
Yep, they were very good. Um, no, no pens though, interesting. We nailed the scrum. Uh, at one point, I was at the back of the scrum, uh, and I think I went from the 22 to the 10, yeah, like controlling the ball, yeah. just walking, and we still didn't get a, a penalty, no, so no, in the end we had to pick it up. The ref said that it's okay going backwards, but they weren't, they were going sideways. <clears throat> yeah, fully sideways by then. Um, but I thought, to be honest with you, 5th of January, that could have gone much worse. Yeah. We got a five-point bonus point win, we played some good rugby. Marcus Hunt, I've said it to him a couple of times, given him the congrats, but he... Did he score today? No. He no. didn't score, but he made a wonderful so try. He beat yeah. three guys, and then he had the presence of mind to get the ball in his left hand, so that as he was getting tackled, he could offload for the next one. And I thought, do you know what? That's that's decent. I could do that if I only played forty minutes. <laughs> yeah. So your blood. Maybe out. try and play eighty minutes, mate. Stop blaming it on diabetes all the time. Um, all right. Well, that was our game. Uh, we nailed it. I don't know who got mad of the match because no one Snake announced Snake. it. Snake. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, nice. I thought he had a very oh, good nice. game at fullback, actually. Yeah, two tries. His chat's, real, nice. his chat's yeah. real good as well. Oh, oh what yeah. about... Also, we could talk about Dicko, Dick of the Day yep. when Phil Chexfield ignored a two-man overlap. You tried to score himself. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was, was so, so lucky we well. scored off of that because yeah. he would have been yeah. in there. Um, I mean, other than that, there wasn't much in the way of Dicko of the Day. No, no one really made many mistakes, did they? Wiltshire done some interesting um, Wiltshire, I'll tell you what, we could give it to Wiltshire for walking into the wrong slot in the line-out. Yeah, that was good. Because we called a free Nick Ball and he walked straight into the free slot as a dummy. And just stood there and went, <laughs> and was uh, like, uh, uh, Nick, jump! Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, it still yeah, worked, great. Yeah. It still works. <laughs> and I mean, we did get the line out. So, yeah, it's a special I mean, move. We didn't get 100% of the line out, unfortunately. Right. But we were probably up in the high, in okay. the 80s, I'd say. In the 80s, I'd say, at least. Um, so that was better than the recent weeks. Uh, yeah, I'll get man of the match and dick of the day um, at a later time. Right, Tony, what have you got? Kemp 1. Kemp 1. Nice. What happened in games. Kemp 1? So, Cranbrook got a home walkover oh. from RBS. Oh. RBS. Oh, RBS, they've got a drop in, out, they surely. In that Literally, so they've RBS are now on terrible. minus 15. Jeez, they'll kick them out. I've not known a season where there's been more walkovers in these two leagues. Yeah, it's, silly, you know, it's crazy. Um, for Espit, Footscray 5, Southwark Lancers 29, mm. HSBC 69, wow, cool, Sheppy 0. Oh. What is the point? Sheppy have got their knickers in a right twist. Indeed. King's College Hospital 7, Ashford 20. That's not a bad go from King's. No, nah, not a bad effort, but were they at home? Uh, yeah, they were King's. Right home. way to go for Ashford. They always play at home as well. Oh, geez, 19, Gillingham, Corian, 17. Wow, oh, what a game. well played, oh, geez. That makes it a lot more interesting yeah. coming towards the end of the season, looking towards that playoff spot, doesn't it? That makes yeah. that, that They're is, now one one point apart, I That's think, very much that a league. top three now as well, isn't it? Very much a top um, three. Whitstable, 27, New Ice Green, 15. London 2, South East, Jake. Uh, <laughs> Gravesend lost to Horsham, 33-13. And Alsford lost to Dover, 22-17. I can run for the other ones if you really Nah, want. you're alright, you're alright. Those are the ones we were interested about. in. Charlton Park, Park beat Maidstone, 32-24. Yeah. That, was the, that was the other local one, wasn't it? So, uh, not a bad effort from Gravesend away to Borsham. Uh, running away with the league now, aren't they? <laughs> so, uh, Beckenham are running away with the league. Hold up. Beckenham are smashing the league, actually. 61 points, next closest to them, Charlton Park on 49. That's a lot, a lot from them. Very well done. Uh, Tony, what you got? Uh, so I'm in that one. Yes, this um, is the one. 
Here we go. I'm excited. No. Uh, Darlington Mountain Park 41, Oldies 26. They lost yeah. to Darlington. It's such a long way to go on real, the 5th of January. Yeah, but that is yeah. a big loss. I bet they trained yeah. over Christmas though. Oh. And I'm trying to, I've refreshed a couple of times, but there's no Black Eve result. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, as of yet. So what is the league, how far ahead? Wait, no, I think it was only a point. Yeah, it was close. How far ahead was... So, Oldies are on 58 at the moment, and Blackheath, without their result in, are on 57. Oh. Uh, 56, sorry. Who were Blackheath? So they, they could take points. that spot back. Where did someone low? Uh, Blackheath were playing... Yeah, they were down the bottom. Uh, Plymouth Albion, who were 12. Oh. So, you'd at yeah. home, so you'd imagine yeah. that's a long way to go for Plymouth. It's going to swap spots again. So, Blackheath go top. You're Who's right. in third? Until now, with 57, so they're only... Is their result ODs. up? Yeah. Their result is up, yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's getting tight in that one. That's two losses on the bounce for Otamians. Until lost. They lost to Blackheath? Yeah, they lost to Blackheath just before Christmas. By Until point. lost today and they're still in third. Hmm, he should beat them 49-48 unless hmm. they're... Very interesting. No, their result is in. That's really weird. Um, also, in other spots, Sickup got a win today against... Guildford. Yeah. <laughs> they beat Guildford today. Um, they did all right. Uh, turns out they weren't playing Hartford. That was a, an error on my part. I apologise. Um, 41 to Sickup, 19 to Guildford. Uh, there you go, Val. That's in there. Um, um, what else do we have? That league to South. Yes. Uh, uh, Canterbury, Canterbury beat Old Red Cliffians 47-12. And what has that done to their league, Tony? That Can you see? Them, so that puts them second. So Rams, whoever Rams are. Um, are running away with it they're on, oh, seven, you know, the they're on 79 um, and then it drops a lot to Canterbury on 66 uh, Henley on 65 Henley? Taunton Henley Henley, Henley? Taunton Titans on 64 and then there's a big old drop to Juddians Tunbridge Juddians right. on 56 what, what about a Prem? very interesting I've got Prem I've got Prem um, very interesting and good news for Canterbury getting back yeah, into that good, second good, spot. Good result. <clears throat> so we got, so we still got second in that two, and we still got a one-two in that one. We're just not sure what way round that'll be. Um, the Premiership last night, obviously, we had Sale twenty-four, Saracens eighteen. We're still laughing about it. <laughs> Unlucky Clemo. Um, Saturday, the fifth of January, Exeter fourteen, Bristol nine. Tight. Real good at Exeter. As well. At Exeter, that's a, a bonus result. point for Bristol. for Bristol. Bonus point for Bristol. No bonus point well, for Exeter, but still a win. Oh, tone. Yeah, we got pumped. Leicester thirty-four, Gloucester sixteen. Jeez. Leicester is shit. Indeed. Nice. Willies. Um, Worcester twenty-one, Bath nineteen. Nice. So that knocks off my prediction this morning. Worcester have claimed another four points um, and Newcastle have lost 38-17 to Harlequins so they got no bonus points there so Worcester are going to be ahead of them Bristol would have got another point to keep them ahead of Newcastle Newcastle are looking real bad yeah. who's playing tomorrow? why is that? why is that Nick? Wasps against Northampton is tomorrow why are, they, why are they in a bad shape? they're in bad shape because they're in 12th position on 17 points. No, I just said it. I literally just said it. It's casual now, isn't it? We're all. Why are you. I thought you were going to make a big deal. No, Quinn's always been, mate. It's it's normal. Sorry, it's cash. It's just the usual. I mean, I don't know if you know, but Quinn's are actually third in the Premiership. We win most of the time. Um, Quinn's are actually third in the Premiership, though. Let's run down the Premiership. We'll be in. We'll be in. Exeter, Saracens, Harlequins, 
Gloucester. What did we say this morning? We're still, held on. still <laughs> held on. We're still in. It is on. The dream is on. Harlequins Gloucester Premiership final. The dream is there. Perfect. Um, after that, sale. Let's talk about sale. Sale are looking very good. Yeah, They've got good. two real good wingers, haven't they? Two very good wingers. Denny Solomon is one of them. Fifty Clerk. Fifty Clerk at What's the uh, What's the ten? I can't remember his name, real but he's very good. Is it James? James. James. Oh, who's um, James O'Connor? Who's he playing? He's playing at sale as well. Sale? He's yeah. fullback or oh, a fullback. centre or basically anything. Maybe yeah. Ashton goes fullback. Yeah, they've, they've got sort of very they've good. Got, they've got Chris Ashton. The Curry brothers. They got the Curry. They are looking strong. They are going to come strong as well. I think. Um, so, why? I don't know. Why does it? Why? <laughs> His parents are Scottish as well, yeah, or some it's shit. It's nearly Scotland. It's the weirdest. So Sale are fifth, and they have caught up the pack. They're on thirty. They're on twenty-nine. Gloucester thirty-two. Quinn's thirty-three, and then obviously the big gap. Saracens forty-seven. Exeter fifty-one. Interesting. What happens in the Wasps games tomorrow? Predictions. Oh, the Wasps, Wasps game. Wasps are playing. Do you? Saying Wasps are going to pull it back. Say that one more time. I said Saints are going down. Saints are going to go down. You heard it here first. Northampton. Down to the championship. (laughs) They are replaced by someone else. London Island. And we will tell you who it could be. Because we'll look at the results. Uh, Cup. I don't want the cup. There's only one team in that league. Let's go back. Let's get the league and the championship. The championship. That's the last league we basically haven't gone through at the minute. No, we haven't done Good it. news is one of our local clubs is in that league. <laughs> Ealing Trailfinders, <laughs> who are a London and the South East club. They're in the South East of the country. If you split it in four. <laughs> completely true. Completely true, Jake. <laughs> Even if you split it in six. Right. Um, don't even think about it. <laughs> what, Scotland? No, have you done like a... Just give it up, mate. Just give it up. Um, I'm happy to accept it. Results. I was wrong. Cornish Pirates, 27. London Scottish, nil. That's from the 30th of December. So I ask you... No games today. What happened? Where are the fixtures? No so game. there's no game until oh. Friday then for Jan. Are they in the cup still? Yeah, maybe they're playing like the. Is it like the British? Yeah, Irish cup or there's some rubbish cup. No, it's oh, no, been renamed. They got rid of that last year. Yeah, it's been renamed. There's some other random, like Jippo Shield that they play in. That is a proper Jippo yeah, Shield. Yeah, so that's not even a Jippo. It's worse shield. than the Jippo the Shield. It's shield. like the yeah, yeah. The hobo, the hobo. Hobo Shield. The hobo plate. <laughs> hobo tent. <laughs> uh, so they don't start again in the championship until the 11th of Jan 12th of Jan uh, 13th of Jan I can't see when Ealing are playing oh playing Bedford Blues that'd be a good game actually Bedford Blues are fourth yeah. Ealing are second so that'd be a good game next week um, alright well that's about us breakdown yeah, no, I'm surprised your phone's lasted that to be honest. so am I 2% the whole time perfect um, yeah, it's well played today yeah, well, yeah, from me to you um, apparently I got three votes on the Man of the Match thing nice, today. Nice. Not too bad. I had quite a bit to do. You've got my family there though. I know. How did I get them three votes? See, I, I fucking get... hate the fact that my family never come and watch me. Yeah, I know. Even right. and when Sophie comes, she votes for someone else. I know. Sticko um, clearly got it because I saw all of his family yeah. were on the side today. So what's mad is Hendo got four. <laughs> yeah. That was just. John. Even play it was it was John. <laughs> Craig, did you see uh, well, uh, Tone? Did you see Craig had a top on that said Team Whitehead? Yeah, I need to get older one. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Well, we will leave you there for another week of the Vigor Rugby Podcast. Bye. That is episode, let me look it up. 13. No, I reckon 14. 14 I'm saying 14. 
I reckon that is episode 14. Um, thanks for listening. Please uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We're actually up to uh, 1,500 listens now, which is delightful. Like the Facebook page, there's some wonderful stuff on there. Real great content. Great content. (laughs) All the content you get. And um, yeah, we'll see See you next week. week. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye, Willie. Willie.